Hello, this is season 5, episode 12 of What the Heck with Richard Dweck. Uh, this is Rob A. We had a great conversation. He, uh, he has a YouTube channel called uh, Rob A. D. Comedy. He's going on to... Uh, he's moving some of his stuff to uh, TikTok next. Uh, he, he used to do stand-up. And he's very... Uh, he's very honest about... His lack of, uh, you know, ability in that. And, you know, I felt like he got an unfair rep and rap and stuff and when he did stand-up. And I think he's very funny. He's extremely funny. And he's a very clever writer. And uh, he um, he's just a smart, you know, guy. And uh, very funny. And extremely sweet. And uh, we just, I just feel like he didn't get a fair shake in our local scene. So, uh, I'm really happy to have him on. And, uh, we had a wonderful conversation. Thank you. For listening. Yeah, I can hear you. Hey. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> How you doing, Rob? I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, great. Uh, yeah, I miss seeing you around. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a long time since I've been out. <laughs> yeah, but I, I uh, kept up with your, uh, um, your YouTube channel, and uh, I gotta say, it's really impressive. Thank you, thank you. I put a lot of work into it. I'm proud of it. <laughs> I, I think it's very, and I, I've always thought this. Like with you, I've always felt you were very, even when you did stand up, you were very underrated and underappreciated for how good you were. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I thought you got a lot of shit that was not uh, warranted. I thought, like, yeah, he's funny. Like, you know. <laughs> I don't know if you felt that way or if you felt, um, you know, like you didn't get a fair. No, no, I felt I, I actually felt the opposite. I felt like all the criticisms anyone's ever made for me is fair because I'm not very I, I'm going to say there's a lot of good ideas I might have, but I'm not that great at stand up because I, I haven't done it enough. You know, what right. I, I need to practice more. I'm, I'm aware of this. You know what I mean? It's like I know that I suck now, but the more I do it, I, I know that I'm going to get better. Right. Actually, hold on. I'm, here's how anal I am about like my career. I have this actually uh, documented. All right, so I have done stand-up comedy only twenty times. Right. And uh, that's about a length of 124 minutes on stage, so just over two hours. So yeah, I suck. I get that, you know. Right. I think with you, it's just like there's a difference between being bad at stand-up and being a funny, talented person. Like I think with you. What you've really cracked into with your your uh, YouTube channel is just those single sketches. It's very good writing. It's very like it's it also allows you to uh, encapsulate your personality a lot better. If you know yeah. what I mean. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of these sketches they, these these kind of just started out as just me goofing around with my friends. You know, like uh, uh, my friend. Uh, I have a friend who can't have milk, and so like you know that's that's the thing we bust his balls about. And then I'm like, what if I made a whole show just making fun of him? You know? uh, <laughs> That's good. Yeah. yeah. It's just cool like to see like all the things you do and like how you have the like the opinion pieces of like, oh, you review food and it's like stuff like that. It's like, oh, that's so that's so <laughs> interesting. Mm -hmm. And it's just like what really got you into comedy like as a kid? Like were you a big like watcher of 
It really started around middle school. Um, uh, middle school, uh, I started watching Comedy Central. I, you know, right. started out, you know, watching South Park or whatever. But then, like, um, then I started watching like Mind of Mencia and the uh, the Redneck Comedy Tour. Oh yeah. And like those were like my introduction to stand up. Like Ron White was like one of the first like stand up comedians. Oh yeah, he's hilarious. He's great, yeah. <laughs> and so after that, you know, continued on to high school. I listened to guys like uh, Christopher Titus was a big guy. I like. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Mitch Fattel, Mitch Hedberg, uh, George Carlin, guys like those. Those were like my influences in high school. Right. And then um, it wasn't until like college that I like uh, kind of realized I wanted to be a stand up comedian, but like I didn't know. How to do, it was one of those things where it's like I'm at Monmouth University getting a degree in marketing and management. I am $65,000 in debt and right. I'm not going to do anything with this degree. I, I want to go, my, my, like, you know, the way the comedy is like um, portrayed just sounds like my kind of lifestyle. You get to uh, travel, you meet a whole bunch of people, and, and you just hang out with other comedians. You know what I mean? I always felt like comedians, those, those are my people. They people right. get me. Yeah. I can say this weird shit and they get it, you know? Right. Exactly. I've always felt like you like kind of fit in. Like mm -hmm. besides like it, you know, I I consider you know, it's just funny. Like I consider you like way better than I think, you know. Aww. I think you deserve better. I just think, you know, oh, that's my opinion. I think yeah. you're thank you. You're fucking talented, dude. I mean, your YouTube channel just shows that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you're not afraid to show like a part of your personality mm -hmm. and i think that's like something i envy because i spent most of my life like just like oh, i hate this part <laughs> the weirdness so it's like it's just cool to see that and uh so it's cool to hear like all that like all those people are so like are so great all those comedians are so great and uh when um was your family very into comedy too no not really no this was just what's it called this was just uh you know, I remember this was like the uh, the early days of the internet and YouTube, so it's like right. I look this stuff up on my own. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm learning this from the TV or from um, family. I'm I'm discovering it on my own. I'm finding my own um, uh, stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. Do they um your parents and stuff? Do they uh do they like pay attention to any of the stuff you do, like the YouTube stuff, or do they just leave you alone? My mom leaves me alone, which is probably for the best. It's probably not her sense of humor. Right. But my dad, he's like one of my biggest supporters. He watches oh, awesome. stuff and uh, he wants a call. He he actually gave me a call the other day and he was just like, oh, I love that. What are you doing? That Bartholomew character and the alpha. <laughs> so it's, right. He likes yeah, it. It's it. so great. Like, yeah. You know, talking about like doing all that, like, uh, you know, traveling and everything. Like, have you ever have you gotten to do that yet for comedy at all? <laughs> nope. No. Dude, we're I'm doing that uh, actually next week. Uh, on Friday, I'm going to Texas for the first time. Whoa, it's awesome. Uh, do you remember Eric Harbach? I do not. I'm terrible with names. I'm terrible with people. Maybe he was after your time. Like he, he came, but he he was in New Jersey for a little bit, and like uh, he's invited comics like you know every like month to like or every other week to like come mm -hmm. with him because he's in Texas now to like for three days to just do shows and like. Mm -hmm. invited me so i'm like oh that's awesome and i've never traveled by myself before so that's new mm -hmm. and that's gonna be crazy because i'm like how just doing that by myself and like that's an adult thing it's like yeah. you know, it's like exactly like, i'm 27 i still don't feel like an <laughs> I, I relate to that yeah <laughs> how old are you uh i just turned 30 i just turned oh, 30 
Yeah. So, oh, God. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. But you're getting close to that. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think it's interesting. Like, you don't know. It's still, uh, I think it's a little bit better with, like, movies and TV now about stand-up. Like, people know about open mics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think that was the hardest thing is, like, people don't know. You don't know how to get into comedy. It's very hard to, like, mm-hmm. to figure out your way in. Like, to me, I I started improv because I didn't know about open mics. I didn't know there was, you know, that world. And it was just, like, and even if there was, there wasn't any around me. So it's just, like, it's weird. Like, you just had to sort of find what you fall into and then mm-hmm. do it as much and as well as you can. And mm-hmm. you do that a whole well with your, what really, how many uh, videos do you make a week? Um. All right, so we're gonna is we're gonna see how the sausage is made. Um, pretty much all of the videos you are watching, I filmed back in January. Wow. I filmed a year's worth of videos in about two or three months. So. Wow. Yeah. So all so basically, I, I don't have. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty much good for the the whole rest of the year is stuff that I already recorded back in the winter so oh that's cool so you're able to just like kind of show that and just put it out that's really really awesome uh Mm -hmm. what do you do like for like a regular do you have like a regular job that you do during the yeah i work uh i work a retail job you know putting stuff on shelves and stuff Uh, like that labor intensive yeah it's very labor intensive i get home from work and i'm exhausted but yeah the channel's big motivation it makes me i actually want to like keep doing stuff you know like make thumbnails and like promoted i even made a tiktok account and i'm gonna start putting stuff on there too oh yeah i was was gonna ask you about that because i have tiktok but i just put my stamp on there and like i don't know how to do i always feel so like Mm -hmm. like i can't i always feel like you know it's like being an online like like porn person as opposed to being like a stripper it's like you know with a stand-up you're like a stripper it's like you tell your jokes and you get like you know <laughs> laughter is like the money that you get thrown at you. So it's like you know you keep that in your set. With stand-up, it's like I don't know how to put my comedy tits online at all. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way that I word it. It's like I don't know how to transfer this to <laughs> sketches and stuff. I'm very envious of people that can do that. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's funny. Uh, I just got um, a day job now, which I've been looking for. Is uh, you know uh, Carl Cowan. Oh yeah, like, yeah, I love Carl. Love that. Yeah, movie. yeah, I work at his uh, with him at his uh, family's uh, bakery. So oh, dude, that's been really fun to do. And just like to me, it's like I'm just you know, uh, it's just like four hours, like two days, four hours a week. It's like that's great. And it's just like to me, it's like that's what I need. It's like you know, I have like three things now. The only other thing that I need now is a girlfriend, and then I'll have like <laughs> everything done that I wanted. <laughs> but uh, it's just interesting, like to sort of, uh, like, look at how everyone has progressed and everything. Uh, do you still keep up with a lot of, like, the comedians that you became friends with? No, I don't. Um, you know, I follow them on Facebook, and I'll, like, uh, the, right. you know, I'll, uh, I'll listen to their podcasts, and, uh, you know, like, uh, there's really there's really only a few I follow, like uh, Vin Brew. I like... Um, oh, Vin Brew is great. Yeah, I like his music. I'll buy I buy his albums every now and then. Um, I bought uh, Angelo Gingerelli's book. 
yeah. Or, yeah, or a pamphlet. It's a, it's a fucking pamphlet. <laughs> yeah, it's a pamphlet, but it's, it's like easy. It's, like, yeah, oh, it's, very, it's very informative, but I still haven't finished reading it yet because, like, my ADD has just been really bad lately. Uh, but, yeah, I definitely, like, you know, and I see that Dan Caprio is coming out with a, an album soon or whatever, and, like, you know, yeah. I follow that kind of stuff, but, like, you know, I haven't right. really been, like, you know, I really haven't seen anyone in forever or talked to anyone in forever. Right. Yeah, it's a shame that everything, like, that happened with COVID, I think that's, like, at least you've sort of, I feel like you've uh, done a better job than anyone of just like, okay, this is how I'm going to migrate to this and yeah. work really hard. I remember when I first started hearing about it, I'll be honest, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really like watching your stuff until mm-hmm. I wanted to interview you. And I was like, I got to watch this stuff. So I can't be like a phony and be like, oh, I listen to all your stuff. And then I went and I watched it. I was like, oh, this is like. You know, the only reason I didn't watch it was laziness. Yeah, I, I was like, I understand. And I was like, oh, this is like this stuff. I just see all of it, and I'm like, this is, you know, this is really good. Like, oh, I don't you. mean to overly crazy, but it's like, you know, it's a lot of work. It seems like, like mm-hmm. <laughs> to just do you right? Like, how do you come up? I don't want to like uh, get too uh, deep into it, but like, is it just like an idea you come up with and then you just shoot it right away, or is there uh, usually what I do is like I'll literally sit there and I'll come up with a whole group of episodes. Like I'll think like it's like literally I'll some a lot sometimes I'll sit there content and then um you know film them in bulk. Um so you know the short ones like the alpha tips and the um uh, achieve zen I write those out and but then like things like the food reviews or um church of Burt. Uh, what right. I usually do is um, I kind of have some beats I want to hit, and then I just kind of improvise. Right. So. And, uh, like, the one thing that's also great is, like, you don't mind, uh, like, what the, like, what your sense of humor was great about is, like, it's also, like, a fearlessness to it. Like, <laughs> it's like, you know, I love the, uh, I used it for the, uh, um, for the, uh, the uh, advertisement mm-hmm. when you came out with the public masturbator <laughs> thing, I was just like, that is hilarious to me. <laughs> and I was just like, that is just like a fearlessness to be able to do something like that. To me. It's just like, I don't know, it's it feels like corn, like weird to say with that context. It's just like, oh, that's inspiring. <laughs> like, to be able to do that. Being a public masturbator is fearless, Rob. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I love that was a thumbnail I made for a video, and I and I just thought it was funny, you know, the image yeah, face with the words "public masturbator" attached to it. I mean, yeah, just the face and everything. I was just like, "Oh, that's so great!" <laughs> yeah, and uh, your girlfriend, she seems really supportive of everything that you do. Uh yeah, she's super supportive. She's always there to be my camera person. Oh, oh super. Huh. was that? Did uh. When you got the camera, was it like expensive? Do you use like? Oh no, I use my phone. <laughs> oh, you use your phone. Yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah. I bought like a three hundred dollar camera, but it was a piece of crap. So after right. that, I've just been using my phone and my friends' phones, and you know that's right. getting us by. You know. Yeah, it's like it's so weird. Like I use my phone for my uh, podcast, and it's like I either use that or I use my iPod. And it's like you know, it's easier, and it's like you know, but it's just like I always get plaque from. Dan from like just how terrible it sounds sometimes. But I'm like, it's so uh it's always like a catch twenty two. It's like I like that I can put it out on every single platform. Mm-hmm. But like, 
that's the only thing that's bad. Like, Anchor is, like, that's the only thing that's bad about it. This is, like, the quality isn't great, so you're going to have to edit yourself. And it's, like, I don't know how to (laughs) – I didn't go to school for that. Editing is a pain in the ass. That's why why most of my videos are, like, formatted so that I can just upload them right away. Right. So that's why, like, a lot of things are just one take, and it's, like, it literally – Literally just from the, when the uh, camera starts recording to when it stops, and that's like, good, perfect, put it on. Put right. It on. <laughs> oh, really? You just do, like, one take that's that's really cool, like, just to yeah. like, see that you do that. Like, I would just think, like, oh, I would I'd be so, like, self-conscious of, oh, I have to do this again, and I messed up this line where I didn't speak clearly enough. It's really cool that you're able to do that. It's uh, one of those things where it's just a case of – um. I just have to say fuck it and just fart it out onto the internet. Like that's how I say it. Cause right. like I, I, I can get into my head so much. Like, there are so many times where like I'd write a set for comedy and then I would go back and draft it. And one by one, I would just come up with a reason why what I wrote isn't funny and I should right. get rid of it. And it's one of those things where it's like, just put it out there, you know? Cause it's just like, if it's not funny, so what it'll get lost in the sea of, of hilarity. Just do it. You know? Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, so, were you a big? I know you talked about like you mentioned a lot of stand up that you were into. Were you like a sketch person? Like, did you like uh, like Mad TV and stuff like that? Oh, I love Mad TV. Mad TV was uh, definitely my favorite. Uh, also, like uh, Whitest Kids, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, as a kid, you know, I liked Car. I liked Carlos Mencia's. Uh, was it Mind of Mencia and you know Chappelle Show and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Comedy sketches, that is like, that, I think those have the potential to be hilarious. When Saturday Night Live is good, they're like hilarious, but like it's, I feel like. Oh, it's yeah. <laughs> I always feel so bad for them because it's like, you just get, like you have like this talented people mm-hmm. in every season. And then sometimes it's just like, sometimes you're just not in the right ear. Mm-hmm. I remember Hannibal Burris, like he was in the like 2008, 2010 uh, um like version and they that one won like an Emmy and stuff. And he's like, he's like, I was the worst person on that show, but it was such a great cast. He's like, he's like, I kind of don't deserve like the the reward that I got for just being a part of that awesome team. And it just sucks because like sometimes you just have that like that great uh you know it goes through phases with SNL. Like you have like, oh this is really really good right now, and then you're just in a period now where it's like. Everyone's great, but it just doesn't. Like, like I feel the same way about SNL as I feel about MMA, and that's like, give me a best of compilation, and I'll love it. But like, right. the the regular stuff, I, I don't care enough to sort through all the mediocre shit to get the right. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, uh, I guess we can kind of talk about because I don't really talk about like uh, you know, it's so funny like trying to be more uh, like topical topic. Yeah. Going on the podcast, but it's like the Elon Musk thing is so interesting to me mm-hmm. of him being on and like people like I saw that uh Chris Red, one of the guys that's like on uh SNL, was like giving him shit because he uh he called the uh the um sketches mm-hmm. uh he called them skits. He's like he he tweeted out, he's like, Give me ideas mm-hmm. for for skits. That's what he said to his followers. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, it's like, oh, he's gonna get like that's kind of cool. That he's like looking for, you know, yeah, that is, that knows, is like good interacting with your fan base. That is that's not creative at all. Though it's like, oh, I can't come up with anything. I'll just have my 
legion of fans. He's outsourcing, man. Do what he's got to do. But it's like, that's a smart thing to do. Yeah, definitely. Like, it shows why he's, like, the genius that he is. Because I was just like, if I can't do this, people will do it. <laughs> exactly. I'm an engineer, not a, not a comedian. Right. So I just think that's going to be... It's just interesting to me to just see how people react to it. Because I think, you know, I'm guilty of it that a lot of comedians, we just take ourselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. So when you have someone else from another world come in, it's just going to be interesting to see how mm-hmm. that gets shaken up. Because some people just do a good job. Like, some people that are you know, that are actors or something, they'll come in and they'll, you know, they'll really surprise you and they'll do good because, mm-hmm. you know, I think being funny is just like a thing that you're, you know, kind of born with. Like, it's just, a th- and also it comes from, you know, growing up and mm-hmm. things that happen to you and stuff. Yeah. Were you, uh, were you like a class clown as a kid? Um, I was the well-behaved class clown. Uh, I didn't act out in class. But, like, I used to make my friends die laughing, like, when we were in, like, lunch and shit like that, you know? Right. I was yeah. such a square in school. Like, I never got in trouble. I didn't break any rules. I didn't skip class. Like, I was such a loser. Like, I look back. I'm like, dude, this is the time in your life when you can do that shit. Do it, you know? Right. I mean, I've said this a bunch on – I mentioned this a bunch on – like, for me, it's – it's uh, I would always, like, when I should have gotten in trouble – I would have gotten, I would have made my teachers laugh. Like, that's what happened <laughs> when I got, like, because I got picked on so much. It was, like, when I was 15, 16 was when I got, like, more of an attitude. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would be, like, sarcastic, and I would make, like, you know, insults and stuff. And it'd be, like, you know, usually when people get in, like, an argument or a fight or something, like, <laughs> both people get in trouble. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, if I was getting picked on and I said something back, the teacher would just laugh. They'd be, like, oh, that's really clever or, like... Mm-hmm. So that was good, but it's like you know, it's just learning how to. You learn. You learn like comedy. Jersey. You learn comedy how to survive. Like, how to survive, yeah. So defense. It's, it's just really cool. Learns of weapons. Right. Uh, have you been watching uh, any um, any comedy lately? Any specials or anything? I have not watched anything. I feel so bad that there are so much shit in this world. So much shit that I I, I want to watch. Not just that, but it's like you know people recommend like television shows and oh yeah, animes. I don't watch anything. <laughs> it's right. like I add it to a long list of shit that I'll eventually. I, I just gotta realize that I really don't like watching stuff. Right. I have to admit that about myself. It's one of those things where it's like yeah, I'm never in the right mood to actually like sit down and watch something. You know? Right. It always feels like it's real. You know, it's it's so funny. I have uh, I have this joke um, mm-hmm. in my set of how like i can never like like i have depression but i can never kill myself because i have too much on my netflix queue <laughs> to watch like to get through it's like you know that's not gonna be there mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. if there was that in the afterlife like oh you can watch all your shows <laughs> in heaven or whatever and be like yeah this is fine <laughs> it's time but it's like that's not guaranteed <laughs> It's like, oh, I'll get into Breaking Bad when I'm in heaven. (laughs) That's the mentality I have to have. I'll add that to my queue, and if I don't finish it, I'll watch it in heaven. I got 50 years, what, like 60 years of Doctor Who to catch up on, 30 years of Power Rangers. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever uh, had any, like, aspirations towards being, like, I know you kind of do it, but, like, being an actor, like, doing any type of... 
Oh yeah, def- definitely. That could definitely be a lot of fun. Like you know, I like like I said, like I, my end goal would be to be a stand-up comedian, but I wouldn't be opposed to like acting. That sounds like it could be a lot right. of fun. Uh, as long as I'm, you know, just being true to myself and just, you know, right. Enjoying it. That's what I care about. You know, it's like, it definitely seems like it could be fun. Is the, uh, is the, um, stand-up thing more of like, I guess an optics thing with just like, with how tough it is with COVID now, like mm-hmm. being able, cause it's so sparse now. It's like mm-hmm. the open mic scene is like, you know, it's coming back a little bit, mm-hmm. but stuff is so far away and like i remember i remember the last time i did stand up it was on halloween 2019 and then it was like yeah and i said to myself you know then you know and then you know it was fourth quarter labor intensive job i was working like 40 hour weeks you know some weeks with overtime it was exhausting i just didn't have the energy to go out the way the way i phrase it is i'm still in that phase where i suck and i know i need to do it to get better but there's no uh short-term pleasure if that makes sense it's like I'm right. gonna go drive. I'm gonna after I work my labor intensive job. I'm gonna go drive 45 minutes uh, to be able to go on stage for five minutes and have nobody minutes, laugh right. at me, and then drive 45 minutes back and then wake up exhausted from my labor intensive job. You know, right? So, and it's like at least you found a way <clears throat> to make it work for you, and that's like I think that's what you have to do. And it's not like a laziness thing. It's a doing what you have to do with the with the slot you're given mm-hmm. like to me like i've i don't drive i failed the, and you know it's so weird it's like i i would like to but i failed the written test like five times <laughs> and like uh to me it's just like i just ended up just like stopping like <laughs> uh doing it because it's just like i can't keep failing again be like i spent time learning how to drive from 16 years old to Twenty-two. It's like I'm not gonna, you know. It's like driving isn't for me. When they come out with like self-driving cars, that'll be when my comedy. So, like I was saying, like um, yeah. So you know, I I took that um, I took that fourth quarter off just to kind of like rest, and then it comes back to um, you know, uh, you know, January. Those months fall around. I just keep putting off, you know, going back to do stand up, you know, for one reason or another. Oh, my shit's not good enough or anxiety or whatever it is. Right. And I keep putting it off. And finally, you know, it's just like, Rob, it's okay. You know, just, just, you know, just figure this out. You can come back anytime you want. The Brighton bar is not going anywhere, you know? <laughs> exactly. Oh, boy. Is that that was- lo- then lockdown happened, which was just basically like, um, Right. It was basically like it, it, it was pretty much all the um, excuses that my anxiety and my the excuse making part of my brain needed. It was just like perfect, <laughs> you know what I mean? Now we're now we're now you can't argue with us. We're completely right. right. So then September comes around and I'm friggin' like you know I, I'm just I got that itch. I want to go out and do stuff, but everything's still locked down. So I'm like, let me do the YouTube channel in the meantime. Then once COVID's over, I'll go back to doing stand up. So. That's basically right. it. The YouTube is just, you know, it's just something that I, I figured, you know, it could be part of my brand. You know, I have a YouTube thing. Right. And once COVID's over, I want, I do want to go back to doing stand up, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a shame what happened with the Brighton. But what's cool is like, now we have another place at the, uh, I don't know if you saw the uh, Nip and Tuck Bar is like 10 minutes away from Brighton, which just closed. And it's like, you know, it's great because it's, uh, it's like they call themselves a dive bar, but it's much more fancier than a dive bar. And uh, 
it's just nice. But uh, to me, that's a hard thing. Like, I haven't done any, most of them. I did one, like, in open mic. But have you done, any, you probably haven't done any of the Zoom stuff, right? No, I haven't done any Zoom stuff. No. I figured, like, that would be, like, kind of, like, more comfortable for you to be able to do because you're used to being in front of a, yeah, yeah, it, it makes sense. It's just what's it called? You know, I've just been so busy with the channel and everything that it's like right. taking the time to sit down and write a, write a set. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Well, yeah. I, did, I did write one line because I was thinking about it, and it was like doing stand up over the uh, over the internet is like having sex over the internet. It's better than nothing. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it's like you know that's. And that's so true. It's like, it's like I, and it's so weird. I think there's a, like, when you're in our age range, there's such a, like, uh, I don't know if you feel this, like, there's kind of, a, like, stigma huh. to doing stuff online, even though younger people do it, like, way more. Like, I was talking with a, I don't know if you know him. Do you know Pete Freight? I do not. I'm sorry. Okay. You might not remember him. Well, he's, and he was saying like he shows his stuff to his daughter and his daughter like doesn't like stand up because she thinks it's like too forced and like he's like all that people of that generation like younger like teenagers they like TikTok and stuff like that because it's so more digestible mm -hmm. and it's like at least you kind of get into that area where you can do your stuff that way mm -hmm. uh, does uh did you put any stuff up on TikTok yet, or is it just... Uh, I, I, what it was, was I just kind of wanted to see what it was like, so I did re-upload some of my YouTube videos on there. But uh, generally what the plan is, um, once I kind of get my YouTube more, you know, under under control, you know, like, uh, between, like, you know, more branding stuff and, like, end cards and all that stuff, that's basically what I'm working on now, putting the bells and whistles on it. Oh, that's uh, really cool. Once I finish that with the YouTube, then I'm going to upload, like, all my YouTube videos on the TikTok, you know, the ones that will, because that's been under a minute or whatever. Right. And after that, I'm going to start, like, making some original content for TikTok, you know. I, I don't know what exactly yet, but I figure, how hard could it be? Let me just see what the kids right. are doing in the trends, and then I'll do something stupid. <laughs> right. The good thing about TikTok that I found out is, like, it's way better than YouTube in one sense is that it gets way more views. Oh, I noticed for, that too. It's oh like, my God, like, it's like, my it's channel, like oh, this my... video has like four, like four views on YouTube. It's like, now I have like, you know, 700, like. Exactly. <laughs> so weird. My, I'm lucky if I get more than 10 views, a video gets more than 10 views, like one of mine. But then on like TikTok, they're they're getting like it like in the hundreds, and I'm like, right, it's like seven hundred. It's like, oh my god, more people are seeing my shit. Wow. Yeah, it's like I have like three standard clips, and the one that's like the oldest, that's like even new, like I just put it up like two months ago, is like has like maybe a thousand views now. I think and that's it's like, crazy. It's just crazy. It's like, oh yeah, because people just like I don't think they even watch the entire thing. They just you know the mm -hmm. way it works is just scrolling. So like. Mm -hmm. just get tons of people and it's crazy it's like oh this is you know and it's really cool just to see how that uh goes um i watched a movie the other day uh like two days ago um called uh two minutes of fame and it's coming after the name up but he does like a lot of like impressions mm -hmm. so he plays a guy that does like that becomes famous online and he like gets into like a beef with uh, um, 
Cat Williams. Uh-huh. And Cat Williams like plays a character that's like based off of Cat Williams. <laughs> like a different name, but the character is Cat yeah, Williams. That's what you're saying. And like it's just like cool. Like it sort of shows like the guy who's trying to make it as like a regular like stand up in Los Angeles, like he gets sent to like able ability to do like uh competition, like a stand up competition. And like it's very cool to like show it sort of shows like the the kind of the not war, but the like debate between like you know the younger people doing you know online stuff, and then like stand ups not really understanding mm-hmm. like oh this is like what you have to do now. Yeah, it's like they're, they're different mediums, they're different tastes, they're different you know? And it's like it's very tough because I I always think like I just wish I could do it. I wish like I envy that I could do the stuff that you do and that people do with like TikTok and stuff. It's like. <laughs> I wish there was some way to transfer it, but it's cool that you're able to do that and you're able to come up with everything. And uh, so have you ever like thought of like having your own, like, I don't know if you've ever done improv or anything or sketch, like, have you ever wanted to like make your own, like find a group of people to do that with or like, Oh, that would be nice. Like what? Make like uh, kind of like uh, sketch comedy. Like have like a yeah. Like find like your own. Yeah, that would be dope. You know what I mean? Like a yeah, consistent group, and you know we can all like shoot. You know, come up with ideas together and like write sketches and shit. That'd be a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, I don't know if you know anyone else that does what you do, but it's just like it's it's always that's always the thing is like you know trying to decide what to do next with your stuff, and I know that you have like it's so cool to like hear what you mm-hmm. have in mind for your advertising yourself mm-hmm. and it's it's always such a hard thing like to just say like oh well, i want to do this like to me that's why i like about doing this podcast is like i've been able to uh so far i've had two professional comedians on which is just like you know it's so funny because like i don't want to make people feel bad and be like oh these are real comics yeah. I know what you mean. But it's like, but it's like I like having the bigger names on. And that's <laughs> the big thing is like, you know, I just want to have it on where people can be like, you know, if I have the bigger name on, they can be like, oh, this isn't shitty. Like this is like yeah, I know what you mean. It's kind of like a validation. Yeah. yeah but it's, you it's cool, though, <laughs> to go through like to just see what people do and also to go through like the list. Like to me, it's like whenever I just see someone, I'm just like, you know what? It's so funny, uh, I have like a list of like uh, every uh, like person that I want to put on and ask to be on the podcast. And I'm always like, it always goes back to the number it always goes back to is 133 for like people. It's like, it'll be like, oh, I have 20 people on now. Now the list will be shorter now. <laughs> it's like, no, I still have like over 100 people to ask to be on this. <laughs> and uh, I'm really like, I really am grateful that you, uh, that you wanted to be on mm-hmm. you know i thought it was very uh i love uh the um when we were at uh i think it was carl's roast or it was the halloween thing mm-hmm. didn't you dress up as me oh yeah yeah Here, here's what happened i was yeah. gonna be bigfoot yeah. i was gonna be bigfoot but i thought well you know it's got a hot costume i'm probably gonna end up taking it off sometime during so i figure hey you know i have an old offspring t-shirt from high school i'll be dweck so I, right I, like, you know it's funny uh 
uh, I remember Tadpole. Uh, I remember Tadpole's uh, joke that was perfect. He's like, you know, uh, Rob eighty looks like impression got Spike got his shit together. <laughs> like, I that was perfect. Yeah, we do look related, bro. <laughs> yeah, we do. We you what you call like you got so similar. What you need to like, do is you need to find like a comedy scene that like people who ain't met me and you got to introduce me as your cousin. This is Rob Black. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. It's so, it's so cool. So with um, did you get COVID at all or anything? No, I did not get COVID. Thank you. <laughs> I'm very lucky. I just got the vaccine. Uh, mm-hmm. It's so weird to like just think like you know nothing's happening to me, so I don't think like you know with anything. Just like it's getting it. Uh, I guess just seeing like how it affects people and everyone else, and mm-hmm. just how it keeps going. I think that's a, the good thing is like. It feels like people are just rushing, like, wanting to get back. Especially with stand-up. Like, everyone's vaccinated. And I'm like, we're still wearing masks because we have to. But it's like, no, we don't have to because we're all... <laughs> it's, like, so interesting. Just that's, to, like... that's another thing. It's one of those things where, like, if I were to come back to do stand-up, it's going to be when COVID's, like, completely gone. Like, when there's no more masks and shit like that. When everything's right. back to normal. Cause it's one of those things where it's like I feel like I couldn't really get into it, and maybe that's that's my that's a fault of mine, my inability to adapt. But it's right, like, but, you know, it's always that's the thing. Like you always have to just figure out like what you're going to do. And I think you know that's why I just come back on this is just like you being able to do all your YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so your YouTube channel is just Robert Eighty Comedy, right? Yep, Robert Eighty Comedy. That's my YouTube channel. Right. Uh, yeah. Rob 80 Comedy. Sorry, Rob 80 Comedy. Rob 80 Comedy. Right. <laughs> uh, what else do you want? So, um, what kind of, uh, like, do you have any new, I don't want to unwrap anything that no, you uh, don't want to put out, but uh, do you have any, like, things that you're coming up with next? Um. Well, I'm going to be um, filming uh, pff, um, pretty much this summer. I'm going to be spe- filming all the content for next year. So, basically, season two of... Um, all the shows that we uh, have already come to love on the channel. Um, I also have a gaming channel. It's got six subscribers, and I don't blame them. I really don't put too much effort into it yet. It's just kind of there for now. Someday, right. someday I'm going to, like, you know, I'll, like, make it look all bougie and shit. But right, right. I'm kind of just creating that back catalog so when it finally does blow up, people have a bunch of shit to watch. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah. Rob 80 Gaming, that's my gaming channel on YouTube. With the... Uh... <laughs> With everything that you do with that, it seems like, yeah, it seems like you're really putting a lot of stuff out there. You're, uh, so, like, how many episodes, how do you, like, pick, like, what is, how many episodes do you do a season? A season? Well, I want an episode. When I uh, started this channel, I said to myself as a challenge is, I want to have a video a day. That's what I told myself. Right. I figured it's one of those things where it's like I could try for that. And even if I fail, look at how many videos I made trying to reach that goal. Right. I reached the goal. So it's, you know, each show would have to have the, you know, assuming it's a weekly show, 52 weeks in a year, 52 episodes for each show. So. Right. Yeah. It's, it's funny how, uh, anchor, like they let you like make seasons like for, Mm-hmm. like breaks the stuff on the season so for me it's like i always make like 16 episodes a season of what i do now for my podcast and it's like uh it's great because like now i'm on like the fifth season mm-hmm. in like 
two years. <laughs> like, you know, it's like or like four years it's like crazy but it's uh mm-hmm. it's um it's really cool just to like see like how things sort of stack up like that's the cool thing is seeing like the catalog that you build like that's the cool thing too mm-hmm. like doing stand-up for me is like i get to just keep seeing where my material is going and getting like it's like what you do with your thing it's like you just want to put out content mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing is like that's the one thing for me. It's like, you know, I don't care how successful I get. It's just I just want to have the ability to put out as much content as possible. Mm-hmm. That's all you can really hope for. It's just you know to really just be as act proactive as you can. Yes, yeah, that's, that's like all I can do at this point. I hope someday to get monetized. That'd be nice. Like if I can, oh, yeah. if I can make a living doing this, if I could quit my day job and just dedicate like right. three hours a week onto this. Oh, forget about it. But and that you know, in the meantime, <laughs> and you know, it's interesting to me. Is you probably could because I don't think like I think the hardest thing now with especially with YouTube is just with monetization. It's just uh, like the family friendly sort of yeah. practice that they have. Like I don't think your stuff is like it's not clean, but it's not like yeah, it's like PG thirteen. It but it's not PG thirteen. It's not you know, it's not super. Yeah, like, it's nothing too filthy. Yeah, yeah it's PG thirteen. <laughs> I feel like you could get that. I feel like you could. Uh, mm-hmm. just, just sponsors would be nice too. You know what I mean? Oh, sorry. What would it be nice too? Sponsors. You know what I mean? Oh, sponsors. Yeah. Would you yeah. love to get sponsored by like uh, Dollar Shave Club or Manscaped or something? I'd do right. a video celebrating. I'd shave all my body hair. I'd, I would do something big. You know what I mean? Like I would have to. Right. It's just the kind of person I am. The one thing I learned with I haven't done it yet, and I probably mm-hmm. should is. Uh, what Angelo did for his podcast is, which is a good idea, is he got like a local like company to advertise and like sponsor for him. So like, mm-hmm. you could always do that. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I could. You know, maybe I'm thinking too big. Maybe I need a smaller scale sponsor. Yeah, that could be nice. Because then you know, if you get like a local like coffee shop or something, mm-hmm. and then you can just like advertise their coffee or whatever, and be like, you know, this is you know, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'll be like, yeah, listen, you should sponsor me. My videos get like ten views each. Right. And, like six of them are like my close friends, so it's just like four my my friends and four strangers watch it. I haven't told anyone about this, but I want to because it's so funny. It's like the stuff that I watch on YouTube now, and it's sort of like this is like a trend now. It's becoming a trend, which is very weird to think about. But like, there's this Elmo video from Sesame Street that's been like edited in so many different formats of like it's called Elmo gets pissed off at a rock. Oh my god, I saw that. I was dying. And it's, it's I just watch it constantly and cuz I was on I was on Elmo's side in that video. Like when I get famous enough that I get to be on Sesame Street, that's going to be my demand. I want to be on Elmo's side. Right. You rock to be. Yeah. It's just funny. The video is like him and that other character. I can't remember her name. It was like, was it Zoe? I don't even remember. It's, yeah, Zoe is like the other of it. And like, she has this pet rock. And she like acts like, and you know, it's just like a regular rock. They don't do anything to it. It just makes her look. Uh, and she just like is, she's like a five year old. So she acts in her imagination like it's a real thing. And the way that Elmo acts, like, so exasperated, mm-hmm. so like it, it is the fact that everyone around him takes her side. 
<laughs> yeah. And, and they don't just, like they don't like they don't like explain it to Elmo like, hey, we're just gonna play pretend with her. No, they treat <laughs> Elmo like he's the one being absurd. They're like gaslighting him. <laughs> he's a live rock. They're right. gaslighting that little muppet. Like, yeah, it's like one of my favorite parts of it is like he I have so many favorite parts of it. The last scene where he's like he doesn't want to hang out with her anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and uh, I love the like the cookie part <laughs> where he's like, they're all eating cookies, and then he's like, they get like a chocolate chip cookie, and then there's an oatmeal raisin cookie, and that's his favorite. <laughs> and then that goes to Rocco, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, explain to me, like, how is he gonna eat it? <laughs> he's a rock. <laughs> It's just so great. And to me, it's like, I see it like, that's my sense of humor is boiling down to. It's like, but that's sort of our, like, generation is just, like, YouTube videos. Yeah. And online stuff is what we sort of, like, gravitate to. Like, Mm -hmm. there's another series online that is, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, is uh, Spongebob. It's, like, edited videos of you know that there's an episode of Spongebob this week, an early episode, of where he's trying to help Patrick open up a jar? Yeah, I've seen that episode. And they have, they replace that with different things. Yeah, like, I've seen that meme, yeah. Like, Patrick, that's a gun, and stuff like that. Like, that <laughs> stuff was, like, that stuff that's, like, minorly edited. It's just, like, why do we love that humor? It's, like, it's, like, the humor that you would watch, like, that people would think you're, like, stoned yeah. when you're watching. You're like, no, I'm not high. This is just funny to me. I'm trying to think back to my early, uh, some more of my early comedic influences. Because, uh, you know, like I was in high school when uh, YouTube became like a thing. Yeah, me too. And yeah. me and my friends, uh, you know, we were obsessed with like Smosh and like. Uh, oh, yeah, Smosh. And so it was like, you know, that, that, what, that like inspired us a lot. You know, we were like, hey, we should make, you know, we want to make our own thing. And it was one of those things where like. Logistics just never worked out because like neither right. of us had cars, so it'd be like you know, okay, get your mom to drive me, and you know, you couldn't get anything consistent, <laughs> right? Exactly, oh, exactly. And, and like cell phone cameras really weren't that big of a thing back then, so no. it was like I had a I had a camera that I would film with, but you know, it can only do so much. Yeah, the worst. That was funny. One time, um, I took a I was in high school. And they had this uh, class where, like, high school kids could take a college class, you know what I mean? And right. It was, a, yeah. uh, it was a film class. And, um, you know, you had to film, you know, you'd have to film a movie or whatever. And uh, the first project was we had to film a five-minute short film, and it couldn't have any dialogue in it. Like, that was the stipulation. And uh, everyone else made, like, these stupid – I hate to judge them for their art, but it was kind of like that pretentious, you know, a girl walks alone on a beach for four minutes – and then a man walks over and hands her a flower and then she cries or something right. like that. <laughs> I made a horror movie with a coherent plot <laughs> without any dialogue. Right. And the funniest part with filming that with my, uh, my piece of crap camera at the time was um, just the way the camera was. I couldn't edit any of the footage at all. Like I couldn't like trim something or whatever. So I literally had to film it exactly as it was going to be shown. So without editing, I had to film everything in sequence. And like, I had to make sure that I stopped and started the button at just the right time. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like this 15 year old kid. I made a better film than all these adults in their fucking college class. Right. That's, 
it was was it roast was it well received? Oh yeah, they, they loved it. They, they they thought it was they they enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, that's always so cool. Like just to like be in that like when you when you get to do that like when you get to be in like a mm-hmm. like I've done that like a couple times like where I yeah. I got to do, I got to do that I got to be in a uh, like a an English class when mm-hmm. I was uh, like you know, writing class when I was in uh, mm-hmm. like high school I got to go to like college like writing class and in college I did a um, I did a screenwriting class mm-hmm. which was uh, which was very like interesting because I was like that was just cool like learning how to write like movie. I didn't get far but I was just like mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, interesting and uh, so um, where'd you go to the school for uh, college? Uh, well first for college I went to um, went to Ocean County College uh, Community College uh, it was one of those things where I first I went to become an English teacher because <laughs> you know you're in high school and they're like hey you're 15 what do you want to do for the rest of your life Right. Like, I, I like to read, so I guess I'll be an English teacher. So I, I go to OCC, and I basically get all the credentials to become, you know, be an English teacher. And then I transfer to Monmouth. But as I transfer to Monmouth, like, you know, it's been about three, four years or whatever. And I'm just like, you know, I would much rather make a lot of money. So I just right. I went to the business school. And, like, I don't think I declared my major for the first semester. First semester, I just kind of. Went to all the business classes and decided what I wanted to do. I settled on uh, marketing. So I have a degree in marketing and management from Monmouth. Well, at least with marketing, like, that's the least you have, you know, your thing with your... Yeah, it's true. I can't... I can't take... you, like, you at least have some place to put it. Like, <laughs> even though it might not be, like, that monetary, like... Yeah, well, I can, like, I can market money. myself. I just can't manage myself. I'm unmanageable. You can just market it. <laughs> like, market it. Yeah. To me, I always thought about like you know, that would be something to be like an English teacher would be cool. Like I th- I thought about that for a while of like, <laughs> you know, it's funny the uh, the um thing that like I wanted to do like I kind of came up with like an excuse like you know when people ask you like you know when you're 13 what do you want to do mm-hmm. the thing that I came up with was uh uh to be a screenwriter and like that was sort of like what I was mm-hmm. going into and then it's just like. I'm fine as like a writer creatively, mm. but grammatically, I'm not as like skilled as I want to be. So yeah. it's like, it's like, oh, this is like, you know, like I have you to make the wrong your and shit. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot of writing too. I, I love writing. Like that was like yeah, the, whole, the whole high school thing. Like become a high school teacher. The whole idea was like, yeah, I'm gonna do that till my writing career takes off. I'm gonna be a a, a horror writer. Right. <laughs> that was what I wanted to do. Oh, my brother did horror writing. Did uh, did um, did you do a lot of that, like horror writing, when you were? Oh yeah, lots of it, lots of it. But like looking back, a lot of it is very derivative and very bad. But you know, yeah, obviously, I was in high school. I'm still learning how to write good. Right. But you know, there there are still some gems in there that I'm proud of. But right. for the most part, the majority. Of it, it's one of those things I was thinking that maybe I could do as a subscriber goal. Um, someday, like if I get a big enough subscri- subscriber goal, I will live stream me reading my cringy novel I wrote my freshman year of high school. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, did you ever get any, like, I know my brother had to deal with this. It's tough. Is like, did you ever deal with any, like, pushback from, like, teachers and stuff when you wrote horror? No, no, they were all very encouraging. They, they were very, um, supportive. in fact, I just got to do a quick shout out 
to like my English teachers because uh, I, I got away with some awful shit. <laughs> Oh, that's my creative writing. Like the fact that they that they read it and they said, "Okay, Rob's just weird," right? And and not immediately sent me to the guidance counselor. Like that's just, what, yeah, that's what happens. Like they just they don't they don't understand. I know. Okay, so praise to them for not fucking. Uh, I forget what it was. It was like the I forget it was one of those picture prompts, and right. it was like a picture prompt of like a dude looking at his dog or something on his bed, and I wrote a story. About this guy, I forget. I, I forget what it was, but the punchline was this guy murders this other guy's dog and dumps it in the river. And that was the fucking. That was the climax of it. Right. And she didn't. And she didn't snitch. Good on them. Right. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. Don't right, bro. Like that's the toughest thing. It's like you know. It's like to me. It's like I just think like you gotta wonder. You gotta hope like maybe. Like all the great like horror people that make horror movies now, or just like maybe they had that teacher. It's just like exactly. that type of teacher. Mm-hmm. Was like person who comes up with Nightmare on Elm Street. It's like how does their like how do people react to them? Exactly. <laughs> it's like uh, there's so uh yeah. It's so that's so interesting to like think that I didn't know that you did that like writing. Like, yeah, that's so, that's so cool. Love writing. Do you still write stuff like? Uh, mostly, um, anytime I write, I very rarely. Uh, sometimes I have like this. Um, I I work on like this script for like a video game I'd like to make someday, but that's like a, that's like a fantasy. I do that for fun. I, I don't think it'll ever really get made, you know. But I'm I'm just realistic about it. But then, yeah. other than that, like uh, you know, I like writing um, uh, comedy sketches and stuff like um. Uh, like I, me and my friend, we had so much fun. I think I still think this is my best work. It's the playlist is available on my uh, fit, on my uh, YouTube channel. We did a uh, choose your own adventure story. Uh, it's about you know the boy who wakes up and um, you know you're basically gonna guide him through his day, and it's just a whole bunch of jokes about milk. And we, had, we had so much. It's like I had so much fun writing it. We had so much fun filming it, and it was like right before my friend moved. So it was like all of us just like it was like such a great thing to have all all my friends together in one spot, and we made this hilarious work of art. My friend edited it amazingly. So that's your friend that had uh, that's what is he lactose intolerant? Uh, he's allergic to milk. There's oh, a difference. <laughs> I know I'm lactose intolerant, which is like, mm-hmm. and it's crazy because I'm uh, I love like lactose stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like. It's the worst, because, like, you know, it's like I don't have the self-control, like, not to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like, like, also, it's like, I have a minor, like, peanut allergy, mm-hmm. and it's so annoying, because, like, it's not the, like, the the extreme one that people, like, think of. Like, I just get, like, a minor cold, mm-hmm. for, like, or, like, my ears just get, like, closed, and then I get, like, a minor cold for, like, 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So, like, nothing, like, major... Like, yeah, anaphylactic shock, but it's just like you know, it's like that doesn't happen to me. But it's just like, oh, you know, and I never liked peanut butter when I was a kid, so that was like never an issue. Mm-hmm. And now I do like a little bit. So it's like, you know, I'll be like on like Halloween, I'll be like, I'll just have one like small Reese's thing, and then I'll be like, I'll just feel like out of whack for like a day, and then be like, fine. <laughs> <I'll> be, like, <laughs> But it's like the thing you have to do. It's like with me, like pizza. It's like I can eat pizza all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like I just have to, you know, 
say, okay, this is the proper time where it won't mess me up. <laughs> it's like the same thing with like when I smoke weed. It's like I got to be like, oh, this is, uh, I got, I always make excuses of like why I don't do it. Like I'm like, oh, I could work out the next day. Mm-hmm. Or one excuse I'll use is I don't have enough like junk food in my house. <laughs> be like, hide around. <laughs> but like, I don't have like that. <sighs> Oh my god, I'm, yeah. I'm the opposite. I look for any reason, any excuse to smoke weed. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like I, I can't like have it in my house because I will smoke it all the time. Right. It's one of those things. It's like. It, what did you think of the uh, the whole legalization thing? Uh, that's dope. I, I can't yeah. wait till we get to the point where like I can just buy it at the store. That'd be super convenient. Right. Yeah. That's the one thing that like I had this joke in my stand up about like. How I can't wait until that because it's like now it's like it's not like you know California and like Denver and stuff where you can just get it like from a dispensary. Now it's like I'm just getting stuff from Newark, and it's like you know it's like someone has to like you know I don't even go and get it. Someone has to go and risk their life to get it. Exactly. Like I, I just want there to be a day where it's like you know how there's uh. We got liquor stores. I want there to be like uh, fucking drug stores. Like you can just right, exactly. go in and just buy some mushrooms and some coke or whatever you want. And you have the different brands competing, and they got different mascots on them. Like that's what I want. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that would be like they could do like commercials, like breakfast. <laughs> exactly. Who needs just a line for breakfast every morning? It'll keep you in. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I gotta, uh, I gotta wrap up soon because uh, yeah, I was, I'm actually happy that I was able to go a lot longer than I thought I would because uh, mm-hmm. I'm uh, hanging out with my friend today. But uh, um, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, thank yeah. you, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, I hope you had a good time. I, I mean, it was, it was really great to talk to you. Oh, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun to be on here. Yeah. So, um, this will be like up on Spotify in at least forty minutes. So I just need uh you to just say your uh, social media stuff. Mm-hmm. I know your YouTube is Robbie AD comedy. Yep. Um, you can find me on uh, Facebook and YouTube and TikTok under Rob 80 comedy. I have a gaming channel on YouTube, Rob 80 gaming. And sometimes I stream on Twitch under the name, the Robert 80. All right, cool. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for doing this. Okay. Man, Thanks for having uh, you, man. Anytime, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Hopefully I'll get to see you soon, or maybe I'll just reach out to you more to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until COVID's uh, over, you ain't seeing me. <laughs> right. Uh, thanks, man. Have a good day. You too, man. Bye.